Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Countdown to Christmas is on, and if you're anything like me, when I owned my salon, it always sneaks up on you. I don't know why. We have 365 days notice. One minute it's the beginning of October and the next minute someone's telling you it's December already. And you know what that means, don't you? It means that every single client that you ever looked after is going to request an appointment in those very three weeks leading up to Christmas. It's enough to want to make you pull your hair out. So if you're anticipating the Christmas chaos and the Christmas cray-cray period, do you know the pressure to squeeze in that client, to skip lunch breaks, and the anxiety when another appointment runs late? The fear of saying no to a client when you really know that you should be making the most of the Christmas gold rush, do you know, making hay while the sun shines. You might even be thinking, I just can't do another Christmas like this. And I've been there, believe me, I've thought about throwing in the towel so many times that I wouldn't want to have to endure another Christmas madness. But I got through it, and so will you, especially if you're a business owner trying to juggle clients, a team, and all of the things while you run your business. But with a little bit of preparation, some out-of-the-box thinking, you'll make it through the Christmas silly season, cash in on the craziness without completely burning out your team or yourself. So I created the 12 steps to surviving the Christmas cray-cray, and today I'm going to share with you one of those steps, how to optimize your appointment book without burning out your team. So without further ado, let's work out how do we optimize that appointment book. Let's jump in. Hey, it is exactly 12 weeks till Christmas. Can you believe it? I actually can't believe that it's Christmas already because I remember just about every Christmas I would swear and declare it was going to be my last. I hated Christmas time. I kind of loved it and I kind of hated it. So if you're here with me live, come and say hey. Let me just make sure I've got you on my screen. Oh yes, cool. Say hey in the comments. I want to know who's here with me live. And um, the topic of today is uh, rosters, book, making the most of bookings, and talking about some of those functionalities. All right, let me just make sure I've got everybody here. I don't need you. Hi, hi. Cool. Thanks for joining me. Well, look, I remember every Christmas, apart from wanting to sell desperately, I'm like, let me out of here. Hey, Carla. Um, you know, it's this crazy phenomenon. I don't know what other industry except for retail that goes this crazy, right? So we have every single client that we ever have serviced before wants to come in those three weeks in the lead up to Christmas. And which means that there's this weird, quiet gap at about week four and five in the lead up to Christmas. Hey, Kerry. Nice to see you. Hey, Emma. Um, Eloise. And it's a little bit of a crazy time because I remember wanting to not give staff uh, time off because I would be getting a little sort of worked up for this Christmas time. And I, was, I eventually realized that 
this lull was a norm and to embrace it and to enjoy it because it wasn't going to last forever. Um, so embrace the quiet patch. But you know what? It's, it's a crazy time. Clients are squished up um, in the salon. We are squished up in the salon. We are falling over each other. Lunch, get, lunch breaks get missed. Uh, the blood rises in people's temperature, you know, as the stress starts to mount. And it's supposed to be this nice, fun time. But in this industry, it's a little bit crazy. All right. So I want to bring up the topic of um, rosters, uh, making the most of appointment bookings, opening hours, because it can be a, a big block. There's this huge opportunity in front of us called uh, the, the silly season, when our clients go mental, in fact, the whole world goes a little bit mental, thinking the world's going to end, you know, on Christmas Day, and we have this huge wind up. But it does mean that uh, as much as it's a positive, it's also a negative. Um, every single client wants to come and see us in those last three weeks. So we must harness this opportunity. And, you know, we're in a business model that is actually... We're actually, yes, we're selling hair and beauty services, but we're actually selling human time. We're selling the time of our team. And so it really puts focus and emphasis on we're selling an appointment book. We're selling blocks of time. We're selling a jigsaw puzzle. And it's a bit like Tetris, right? So I want to really help you make the most of your Tetris block, because if you don't manage it, you are going to miss out and you're leaving money on the table. And you're not only leaving money on the table for you, for your team, for you to survive the holidays when you're paying holidays and you potentially are closed, but you're also letting clients down. Clients are not going to get their hair done. They're not going to get their services done. They're not going to get their vouchers sold, uh, purchased for their gifts. So it's a double-edged sword. It's not just about us. It's also about serving our clients. So the appointment, the appointment book becomes this golden... Um, something that's golden. I can't think of the, uh, of the word. It's, it's this thing that we must be precious. It must be managed with intention. So this is what I want to focus on today, our opening hours, rosters and bookings. So before I get started into the what's what, I want to make sure that you got from us, um, I created something for you because I know it's one thing to listen and I know often you guys, oh, hey, Lindy, uh, I know you guys often listen to this while you're driving, uh, while you're getting ready in the morning, uh, whatever it is that you're doing. So I wanted you to come away with a list. So first things first, I'm going to post this in the comments. I want you to take away this list. If you didn't catch it already this morning, we would have sent it to you in Messenger. You should have it in front of you. Um, and if you haven't, um, here is the link. So I'm going to just put in, the, in now, uh, grab the list. It's an action list okay so you can come away with the things that i've talked about today and you can actually go back into the salon and take action because it's one thing to listen to something it's another thing to take action so please take action all right i've posted it in there and we'll deliver it to you via messenger let's talk about the first thing and that is the making the most of your um appointment book having extended hours so i'll just scroll over to that now because I think, you know, this is your opportunity. And I know what the, one of the barriers is, is getting our team behind us to commit to opening more hours. So I want to help stretch your imagination to um, doing things a little bit differently and outside of the box to really make the most of that opportunity without annoying your team and turning them against you. All right, we've got some thumbs up. Great. 
Okay, so the first one is, do you know, I want you to think of it like this. Your existing clients or your, or your team members who are well-established, they will have clients that love them and are probably booked already right till Christmas, okay? So I'm, I'm less worried about them. But at the same time, those clients will come when you are available. You have an established relationship. You have rapport. And if you're smart enough, you would have committed them to the time anyway. What about all of the clients that don't have an established relationship, don't have a booking in advance, or they're semi-regular to you and they're not diehards? Um, and there's a whole bunch of clients that are going to panic last minute going, oh my God, I haven't had my hair done. I haven't uh, bought uh, Christmas presents. And they're going to panic at the last minute. This is your opportunity. This is the golden egg that you want to harness. How are you going to do that if your entire team are booked out? So new clients or less committed clients are less likely to um, wait. They're not going to wait. If you're not available... <laughs> They're going elsewhere to the next available appointment and you miss out on the golden egg. So I want you to think about your less committed staff members, your newer team members, and ensure they're working peak hours. Your potential clients um, and your less committed clients, your new clients, want to come in peak hours and they won't wait otherwise. So you want to structure your roster and change it so you're open every single late night if you possibly can, Saturdays and Sundays. Now I know you're going to go, ah, that freaks me out and I don't freak out my, my team. And before you do that, I want to give you some ideas. How can you be open more late nights without killing your team and making them want to claw your eyes out? So I want you to be creative and flexible on the appointment roster. Like, like think outside of the box, be, be outside of nine to five and put the client first. Now, if you go to your team with um, cancellation list is on my list. If you go to your team and say, look, if we can get another three or five hours, out, like five hours is quite a lot, even two or three hours, extra couple of two or three hours, but we're going to change your roster. We want you to work late nights so you can put clients first, so you can get new clients. So make it about the clients, but don't kill your team. So what I used to do would be, I would say, if I can get two or three extra hours out of you, then usual, work some overtime, but to get you to work the extra hours longer on Saturday, late night, I'm gonna give you late starts, or early finishes. So start thinking about things like 11 to eight or 12 to eight or one or two till eight to work the late night. Who doesn't want a morning off when they can go and do their own Christmas shopping, sleep in and recover? Uh, it's only for two or three weeks, right? So you need to go in with an open negotiation with your team. So on Saturdays, I know that's another real block. How do I get all of my team with all of the clients who all want full color, full Monty, how do we fit everybody in? We're running out of chairs. So what about you split your team in two and you have a Saturday and a Sunday roster? And so there's three weeks, likely to be three weekends in the lead up to Christmas. So get them to alternate. So they work one Saturday, one week, Sunday the next week, and maybe Saturday the other week, and it will be the other way around for some of the others. So you have a half team on, but everybody's working that weekend. Um, and you could even shorten the hours if you need to, but otherwise you can just do a normal Saturday or a Sunday and they only need to change their life once or one or two weekends for the entire year. Put the clients first and be flexible with your team. But now is the time, you've got 12 weeks, now is the time to go and negotiate. Some of your established staff, probably it's a little bit late, they're already booked, but your new clients, not so much. Does that make sense? All right. Um, what else? Keep your team sane, Saturday's peak hours. Have we got that? 
All right, I'm going to move on to um, team support. If you're going to be open, like I think we were open typically 52 hours um, of the week normally, and we would open around, um, I can't remember now, but maybe 58 hours over Christmas time, even creeping into the 60 between all the team members. So if you're going to work late nights and Saturdays, but you're going to have less people on each night, so you've got it spread out, like spread it out so you don't have everybody cramming in on the same night. Now, if you do that, you're going to want to have extra team, if extra staff members to support you. So why not get, um, instead of having to take on apprentices or um, full staff, there are lots of uh, uni students, um, after school girls that you can employ now, start training them now so they can shampoo, so they can clean up, so they can do the tasks that when you're back to back, you don't have time to do. But now's the time to start thinking of them and get them to work on the Saturday, the Sunday, or the Saturday, or the extra late night. Because ideally, you want to be all open all of those now hours. So you're going to have to spread out your support to take over the heavy load when you're back to back. Um, yeah, so start thinking, employing, put the job ad, ad out now. They don't have to be permanent uh, jobs. They're just summer jobs, right? All right, next one, booking management. So, Lindy, this is exactly, um, I had cancellation list on there. Um, start taking deposit, booking deposits. Now, I've seen people have success and not have success with booking deposits. I'm really keen for you guys to weigh in on your thoughts on booking deposits because I've seen it hugely successful but also fail miserably. So I think if you haven't tried it before, test it. But if you have and it's worked for you, now's the time to put it in place if, um, if you don't have it currently in place for your peak times because we know late nights and Saturdays are the ones that are going to capture those new clients. You can't afford to have no-shows. But if you take a booking deposit, like a $50 deposit for those peak times, you could do it all of the, all of the times, but if you do it for your peak times, then you're, um, you're protecting those peak times for those last-minute ring-ins, right? Yes, have a cancellation list. Definitely have the cancellation list. So when you do have the no short or a short term, uh, short notice cancellation that you've got somebody to call on. Now, some people do that with a column. Some people do that written uh, on a little notepad next to the, um, your appointment book. But have somebody on it and dedicate somebody on a daily basis to manage that if you don't have somebody on the front of house. Because if you leave it to everybody, everybody thinks that somebody will do it and somebody is nobody. Um, Natalie has a $30 booking fee. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the time and the place, if you're going to do it, this is the time and the place to do it, to secure that, right? Those last three weeks, any appointments in those last three weeks. Now's the time to go and book all of the lunch appointments. Like get them in there, task it out, create the lunch block and put it in. Now the good thing about putting it in now is that you can move it, right? But at least it's moved, but it's not missed. We don't want people missing out on their lunch breaks. Um, and I know Eloise used to do this, is, and I've seen salons do this. I never could pull it off in my own salon, but um, as everybody having lunch together, like everybody has lunch at 12, everybody has lunch at one. Um, if you can pull that off and you have scheduled appointments, do it. How nice to stop and break together and actually reconnect and start off again. Um, so if you can do that, it's a great idea. Um, I could never quite pull that one off, probably because I had such a big team and we worked shift, we did all of those crazy shifts that I was talking about, people starting at 11 to eight or 12 to eight. The other thing, if you're doing that, 
just talking about rosters, I'm just going to flip back there. I didn't mention it. But if people are doing three late nights, for example, and you just need them to top up and they're having a few late, uh, yes, late starts, give them an early morning roster and they can walk out the door by two o'clock. Nine till two feels like such a breeze. Uh, to, a, to a team member and then imagine the next day they don't start until two so they leave it to and they're starting at two the next day in the middle of the week feels like it just takes all of the stress and tension away from your team which is what you want and it means when they show up in front of the chair with their client they're actually present they feel rested they're not going cray cray and it feels like a treat to walk out the door at two three or even four o'clock now one of the reasons we did that also not only at padding and making up the hours but that it meant that some of the team were walking out as some of the other team were walking in and we never had that crossover that nasty crossover when we run out of chairs or run out of beds or or just run out of space or run out of resources um, so you're ticking lots of boxes there keeping people's tank filled uh, as well as uh, managing the space does that make sense hey i just wanted to pop in to tell you something don't worry we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second now if this sounds like you listen up you have a team you love your team but you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets you want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have increase sales without spending more on advertising well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins. The team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right. Let's get back to the episode. Do we give the booking feedback if they cancel? No, um, unless it's outside of, so this is what I think. And anybody else who's doing this, please feel free to weigh in. Um, Louise, hey Louise, says that she does this regularly. Which bit do you do regularly? The booking fee or the, <laughs> the scheduled rosters? Um, so here's what I think. If you have a booking um, process or a sort of a cancellation policy, so for, for what I would recommend is 24 hours cancellation policy. Now we actually pushed that out to 48 hours over those three weeks of Christmas. Fair enough, right? We moved the, um, uh, sorry, the reminders out to 48 hours for that time um, because it takes 48 hours to take the cancellation, call all the cancellation list and refill that time. And I think it's fair and reasonable. So if they cancel within that 40 hours, 48 hours, they don't get the deposit back. That's the point of the deposit. You lose it. But if they, and of course, when they come at just as part of their payment, if they cancel earlier, like 72 hours before, you keep the money for their next appointment. Okay, so you've got them locked in. You, they don't lose it because they've stuck to your rules, um, but they... Yeah, they'll use it for the next appointment. Does that answer that? Oh, Louise Rosters. Hey, Vicky. Hey, Jackie. Jackie does that as well. Deposits. Yeah, great. Okay, so we've talked about lunch, um, putting in lunch breaks, moving the lunch breaks. The other one I wanted, I wanted to mention was stopping staff meetings, and I'll put a little asterisk next to that, stopping your training sessions, 
um, and moving to a different model of morning huddles. Now, if you're doing model huddle, morning huddles anyway, um, which is great, and I highly recommend that you do. It's a total game changer. But if you're doing that, one suggestion would be that you stop the staff meeting. Like we had two-hour staff meeting every single week. It was staff meeting come training. Um, and is to change that. You don't, you don't need to be putting that intensity in, but we stretched our 10-minute morning huddle to 15 minutes, and we had a longer morning huddle. So we could talk about really being present for our team. Do you know that... Um, Retail sales, average client bill plummets at Christmas time. Do you know why? It's because we're not focused. We're so busy being busy and smashing it out and thinking about not running late and thinking about if we run out of towels and all of these things that um, sales plummet because we don't have the capacity to deal with all of the things. So you can see why you want to have extra support stuff to make sure you don't run out of towels and things are always clean and you don't have running out of bowls and you're not running out of stock and all of those things. Because if you can, if you can support, as the owner, if you can support the team to really perform well, give them the tools and the resources to perform well, guess what? Sales will stay up. Not only because you're back to back and you're fully booked, but because the average client bill will stay high and the, the team will do what it is that they need to do. They'll give the client what the client needs and wants rather than just what they're booked in for the day. Make sense? So move away from training and staff meetings into slightly longer morning huddles, overcome the, the blocks for the day. Where are they going to run into trouble? When is Jane going to, you know, clearly is not going to get her lunch break because the client who's in before lunch always runs over or whatever it is. Talk about those things at the beginning. Make the day run smoothly because your sales and your clients will thank you for it. Uh, I just want to make a suggestion that uh, Eloise, actually, Coach Eloise made a suggestion to me. What she used to do is that she stopped all the staff meetings, but she would create, before they wrapped up for the year, create a two-hour working bee that before they closed, they would clean and sort and throw out and uh, create the space to do that. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, it never occurred to me to do that, but I can see, like, leaving... An, without leaving the salon in chaos and arriving back in the new year, or even if it's in between Christmas and New Year. We used to do that between Christmas and New Year, actually, because it was always, uh, there would always be a few quiet patches and we would work skeleton hours. Uh, how, how, you know, why not? How nice to be able to work skeleton hours. And uh, we always had lots of new clients, holiday clients in that time. So it was worth being open, but we didn't have to worry about all the late nights and, and uh, the crazy carry on. Okay, that's, um, has anybody else got anything to contribute to the community group of things that they do at this time of year around bookings, rosters, um, opening hours and managing clients? Um, because if you do, please contribute. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on those matters. Okay, next week. So I, the, my challenge to you is this week to decide what it is that you're going to do it and smash it out. Make the decision, get it done, get it in the roster, get those appointment books in, put the ad out for the staff member, for the support staff member, talk to your team about changing rosters, late starts, early finishes, extra late nights, Saturdays, switch your Sundays if you need to. Um, 
take action and just focus on that. The challenge at this time of year is that as the owner, we've got all the things going on. We've got usual operational stuff. We still need stock. We still need to pay the staff. We still need to tick over. Plus we are preparing mentally for the cray cray period. Plus you've got next year's things coming up. So we've got all of these things going on in our brain. So I give you permission to drop all of the other Christmas cray cray things because next week we're going to talk about creating a plan for your uh, work do your team work do and uh, I'm going to share some of my most favorite and successful Christmas parties that we had and some of the others that I've come across in my time working with salon owners I'm going to share with that share that with you um, next week so I give you permission to not think about those other things that we will take you through the steps at the right time for you to get everything done before Christmas without going crazy <laughs> just focus on this I think one of the biggest mistakes that we do as a salon owner as or as any business owner is that we try to achieve too many things we have too many cans open and then we wonder why we feel stressed and overwhelmed and overwhelm actually lowers productivity and output so give yourself permission to park the other things and say, that's on my list for next week. And this week, I'm just going to focus on these things that we've talked about and that you're committed to. So before we wrap it up, I want you to take a moment to write in the comments, what's the one thing? You can have more than one thing, but just share one thing that you're going to commit to doing this week that's come out of today. Or even if you'd already planned to do it, what is on your list this week? Because when you commit something to writing cognitively it engages the brain because we're audio which you're listening to me you're visual so you're looking um but also we're really highly kinesthetic people hair and beauty uh, is why we end up in the hair and beauty space because we're highly kinesthetic now kinesthetic means engaging your body so when you write down those things that's why we're probably big list people right um when you write down those things you the chance of you following through is increasingly high all right, so write it down. Let me see what it is that you're going to commit to. I would love to know. All right, so there's 93 days till next year. Um, and can anybody give me a crazy emoji? Have you ever thought about selling up and getting the hell out at Christmas time? Or was it just me? I would entertain thoughts of like, oh my God, I cannot do another year. Uh, I would always think about that in kind of November, December, and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't do it. So if you have those thoughts, give me your most crazy emoji. And then I'll just know that different to your action list that your emoji is attached to, let me get the hell out of here. <laughs> and it's okay for you to entertain that. And I want to give you a wee tip. When you're entertaining crazy thoughts, because they pop into our head when we least expect it, and it's okay that it does that, give yourself permission to entertain crazy thoughts for about five minutes. And then you say, okay, We've done that thought. We've entertained it for five minutes. It's time thought, time for you to go. I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I can get through this. Um, so give me a cray cray emoji. Um, all right. If you don't want to have another year like this or you're working more and earning less than your team and you're like over it, if you're holding all the balls, maybe you're really starting to take it take off the business is starting to thrive and grow and you want to be on top of your action plan and you need some help moving into 2020 like have an actual business plan have a strategic plan that you know what to work on when to work on and also fill the missing gaps of the knowledge that you don't know like you know that you need to fix there's some things broken in your business and you need to fix them but you don't know what the answer is 
reach out to me. Let's have a chat and messenger. I'd love to support you. Um, I do want to just give you a tip that when your business is growing, it will always be broken. You know, you will never get to a point where it's 100% perfect because if it's not broken, you're not growing and you're not changing, you're not moving forward. And you know, if you're not moving forward, you're usually moving backwards. All right, next week we are talking about uh, the team, staff do, work do, whatever you want to call it. I really look forward to sharing that with you. It's a fun one at least. All right, let me have a look. Kerry's doing rosters. Um, Lindy is looking for a tea and tidy. Perfect to interview another girl on the floor. Look, honestly, um, I probably started this at a Christmas time, actually, getting multiple staff and what I uh, support staff. And what I discovered, it was a really good strategy to have multiple support staff at all times. And I would work at that. Um, those support people, I got them to kind of work together. So if they needed to have a time off, that they would actually work together to work out who was going to switch rosters. And they would come to me and say, hey, Larissa, um, Jane needs to have some time off, but don't worry, Emma's going to work. And they would work it out. It takes a little bit to get there, but how nice to have them sorted out when you've got multiples. They only need to work one or two nights or alternate Saturdays, and then everybody's winning. And then you're never stuck when people hurt themselves, break their back, I don't know, sick and whatever's going on, right? Or need to go to a concert suddenly. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Natalie says, usually have a token giveaway. Ah, that's cool. Each day this year, a scratchy giveaway with a discount offer for January. I love that. We're going to talk about planning forward for January in a couple of weeks' time. But I love that, Natalie. That's really, really cool. Um, Carla, another helper. Amanda Miller. Hey, Amanda. Um, locking in Christmas work days this week. Good. Going to... Going to now throw in some later nights and no mornings. Perfect. Why pay people to sit around in the morning and then go home when all your clients want to come? Totally. First Christmas, working solo with a baby, so need to be super prepared. Golly, you are very brave, Amanda. I'm going to give you a high five. <laughs> that is not easy. Um, honestly, we are superwomen sometimes. Uh, Christmas week is also two, two appointments away from being fully booked regular hours already, having summer help. Yeah, so having summer helpers really appeals. Okay, I love that. Um, Lindsay is so on top of it, organized her Christmas uh, out in August. Yes, that was a mammoth task, and I'm super pleased that you've done that. Just need to get a few more hours. Yeah, okay. Have a few resistant people. Yeah, okay. So I want you to go back with to your resistant people um, with the why. And what's in it for them? Like, what's the trade-off? So the why is the client's opportunity. Focus on the opportunity. Not because you want it, not because the business needs it, because the opportunity is for clients. We, you know, if you want to be a client-centric business, then talk about your clients all the time. What about the, pe the, the people that can't get in last minute? I don't know. Talk, you know who your clients are. Focus on the clients and also give them a trade-off. Like, if they're going to do an extra late night, what's the trade-off for them? And then pre-think the benefit. So for example, you know, for a mum, let's just say, who works a little bit later, yes, she might need to get some childcare, but the next day she gets her morning off when the kid's already in kindy, gets a morning off, what could she do? Plant the seed in her idea. You can do some Christmas shopping, you can go and have a sauna and a spa or go to the gym. Like start talking in benefits. All right. And just remember too, I'll give you one last tip. When you're trying to, um, 
when you're trying to move people towards taking action that is the benefit for the for uh, clients and you're looking for ben benefits for them give them an a or b option don't give them a yes or no so you could work two late nights uh, you could work an extra late night which means you're working three late nights and um, have the morning off or you could work i'm just making something up or you could just still work your one late night and do two saturdays which one suits you best the answer is going to be different because they've got an a or b option okay so think about that go in super prepared super positive make it about the clients give them a or b options focus on the benefits does that help give me a thumbs up if that helps hey i just noticed nobody else wanted to sell at christmas time that's hilarious must have been just me <laughs> All right, I'm owning it. I'm owning my wanting to get out. It was a fleeting thought. All right, are we good? I look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week when we talk about team meetings, which is kind of fun, right? All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. It's been awesome. And if you're on the replay, come and give me some emojis and some replays, especially if you've made it right to the end and you've come all the way through in a replay because I know lots of people are either traveling to work or they're at work already and they're you know, doing life. So if you see me, if you're here on the replay, give me a replay thumbs up and I'll know what that means. Okay, see you later. So there you go. How to optimize that appointment book during the Christmas silly season without burning out your team. So let's recap the eight strategies we talked about uh, and let's just go through them one more time. Opening up late nights for new clients. There are always new clients who want to show up last minute during that Christmas period. So let's open an extra night for them. Protect your team from burnout by splitting their rosters, balancing mornings and evenings so you can get those extra hours in without ruining their sanity. Avoid the conundrum of having too many clients not enough chairs, splitting rosters is a great idea. Hire your staff now, get them trained in time, start taking booking deposits, ensure show-up rates, start a cancellation list, make sure somebody manages it, book lunch breaks for your team so they do prioritize those and switch out your team meetings and trainings for longer morning huddles. Make sure you're on top of potential issues ahead of time. So there you go. That's the Christmas silly season cray-cray. Gets things off to a good start. It doesn't have to be destructive. Implementing these strategies will definitely protect your sanity, your well-being, while also ensuring clients have the best possible service. We don't want service quality to go down while we're trying to optimize the quote-unquote gold rush silly season. Now, this is just one of the 12 steps to prepare for a stress-free Christmas. So if you're interested in learning the rest and coming with me, on the journey over the next couple of weeks, we're giving you access to the 12 steps to a stress-free Christmas. And that series of strategies I'm going to be sharing with you between now and Christmas, covering everything from optimizing sales, Christmas promotions, planning for 2024, and a hell of a lot more. So if you're interested, you can find the link to gain access. We're going to be, it's going to be happening and we're going to be hanging out in the profitable and successful salon owners group. The link to the group is in the show notes of this episode so i hope to see you there and join me for the 12 steps otherwise same time same place on the podcast ciao for now thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast tune in every week as i reveal the latest insights and advice and what it takes to truly master your inner salon ceo and master your salon success 
subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify, or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.